Welcome to another episode of the Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast, where we offer actions and steps you can take today to start balancing your hormones naturally. This is your podcast host, Leah Brueggemann. I am a functional diagnostic nutritional practitioner. I am honored and excited to be your guide on your journey to better understanding your hormonal health and how it affects your everyday life. Hey guys, so it's freezing cold here. Not that anybody wants to know that, but you know those memes where, um, I'm assuming they're memes. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're just like, I don't know. We're going to go with memes where they'll say it's winter, um, deceptive spring, second winter, and then real spring. I got fooled by the deceptive spring. Um, We had some 50 degree days with sun and then it snowed today and Sunday it's a low of 15 degrees. Monday it's a low of 11 degrees. I am just cold. I want the summer um, and spring and I got these cute little like pregnancy dresses that so excited about it's too cold to wear them so it's fine we're all fine (laughs) um i'm just really one spring okay so everybody in canada i'm sure is laughing at me right now but it's fine and i'm jealous of all my clients that live in california because they're like we don't even know what those temperatures are like leah Anyways, today we are going to talk about um, what to do if your period's gone. Um, More so, actually, not really what to do, but what to look for, what tests to run. Um, I just, it, okay, so there's a few reasons why I want to do this episode. One, it truly it truly breaks my heart when I see women whose period is missing, they, like they don't have a period, um, and yet they keep taking pregnancy tests and heartbroken every time it comes up negative if they're trying to get pregnant. And you, you don't need to take pregnancy tests if you're not ovulating because you you can't get pregnant if you are not ovulating so you want to look first to are you did you ovulate like are you tracking ovulation where is your ovulation um because yes still going to be heartbreaking if you're trying to get pregnant but at least you'll know you don't need to take a pregnancy test or you'll know when to take it because you're tracking your ovulation so i think um it takes a little bit of the wondering out and the guesswork and um missing periods are just they're they're so hard um and sad and all of that stuff um and because I periods are something that you know when your period comes you know maybe you'll be like oh my gosh can't believe my period's here I don't actually want to be on my period but 
you know, it's a sign that you do have a period, you know, like you, you can get pregnant, you can all of that stuff. But so it's in some ways, I would say, we feel like it's a sign of the fact that like, we're healthy, you know, and we can have babies because yes, our period is so much more than our fertility, but it is a sign of healthy fertility. We're not going to get into the signs of like, let's look at your period and what else is it telling you, etc. right now, because this is truly just about what to do when your period's gone. But um, all that to be said, you need to look at what is suppressing ovulation because if you don't have a period you don't have an ovulation you don't okay so in order to have a period you need to ovulate before right which means so if you ovulate the only two things that can happen are period or a pregnancy that's it nothing nothing else can happen okay but you can have withdrawal bleeds sometimes you know without an ovulation So this is why it's just so important to be tracking your ovulation. Are you actually ovulating? This is a sign of our health. Ovulation is the most important part of our cycle. So if you do not have a period, you do not have an ovulation. So we need to figure out what is suppressing it, okay? Okay, by the way, I just want to say this because like it makes me want to bang my head against the wall when I hear this. A lot of times I'll see people post this question and they'll be like can I get pregnant if I don't ever have a period and all of these women will be in the comments like yes I got pregnant without a period it's possible and it's like no it's not possible if you're not having a period but 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 you probably ovulated and got pregnant on that ovulation so therefore you never saw that period of the cycle you were in which is why you're like yes I got pregnant without having a period I think the better question would be like can I get pregnant without ovulating and no you can't get pregnant without ovulating so um I see this a lot with breastfeeding moms, for example. They're like, I got pregnant. I didn't even get my cycle back. And it's like, well, no, <laughs> you ovulated. That's how you got pregnant. Um, but you uh, you got pregnant on that first ovulation. So you never saw that first period, that first bleed after having a baby. Does that make sense, you guys? If it's a true period, by definition, needs to be um, preceded by an ovulation. So if you have this missing cycle and then you ovulate and you get pregnant on that ovulation, you never will see that first period because you got pregnant before you got it, right? But if there's just no period and there's no ovulation, you just, you can't get pregnant. You need an ovulation. Am I making sense here? I hope I am because I think it's very confusing to people and that's why they keep taking pregnancy tests, especially women with PCOS and they're like, my cycles are so irregular and I just keep taking these pregnancy tests. It's like, no, we need to go to the ovulation. What's suppressing the ovulation, okay? So there's so many things that suppress an ovulation here. Number one, um, get a thyroid panel done because hypothyroidism um, can absolutely suppress your ovulation for some people. So get a thyroid panel done. See what is going on there, 
Okay, that's number one. Number two, your ovulation can be suppressed if you are over exercising and or under eating. Okay. Yes, because if you think about it, your body's smart, you know, it, it equates ovulation with pregnancy, even though even though your ovulation affects so much more than just pregnancy. Your body goes, okay, we don't have enough nutrients. We're in too much of a stress right now to get pregnant. The best way your body knows to not get pregnant is what? Suppress ovulation. Okay. It's a big one. So get your thyroid panel done. Are you over exercising and under eating? Number three, stress is so massive. Okay. I just, you guys, you can eat all the right foods, you can take all the right supplements, but if you do not manage your stress, get rid of stress in your life, I'm sorry, you will never balance your hormones. I know that that is such a hard thing to equate because we just want to take a pill, right? We just want, we want to take the, the supplement and be like, I'm good, I don't need to do anything else. Honey, it doesn't work that way. You you need to manage your stress. Stress can a thousand percent delay ovulation suppress ovulation again because your body's like i can't get pregnant things are way too stressful right now okay so manage your stress um and then some of the most common ones that we see especially with pcos are going to be insulin resistance um excess testosterone can absolutely suppress your ovulation um so let's kind of talk a little bit about what things you can do in general to support your body if you don't have an ovulation um things you can labs you can run um things you can ask your doctor so let's start first with some tests you can ask your doctor for so you can kind of get started in the right direction a just be honest with yourself are you over exercising and under eating you know just ask yourself are you super stressed? Be honest with yourself. You can ask your doctor for a um, full thyroid panel. Full thyroid panel is TSH, T4, T3, free T4, free T3, total T4, total T3, and reverse T3, and both your antibodies. It's not just TSH. <laughs> you want a full thyroid panel, Okay. Um, so ask your doctor for that. And then um, you can also ask your doctor to test your hormones, specifically um, your testosterone and your sex hormone binding globulin. So you know what's going on with the testosterone circulating in your body. And then you can also ask for a fasting plasma glucose test. This test will measure your blood sugar after you haven't eaten for at least eight hours. You can do an oral glucose tolerance test that will um, first you'll take the fasting glucose test and then you'll have to drink that horrible sugary solution but hopefully they can do it a different way because that stuff is horrible for you and then two hours after that you take another blood test um, and then you can do the hemoglobin a1c test this shows your average blood sugar levels for the past two to three months um, so you can just kind of see what's going on with your blood sugar and insulin resistance and all of that kind of stuff and so you can really see what's going on i would highly recommend asking your doctor for those so those are some basic tests um 
you know, hopefully they're covered by insurance or your doctor will just run them for you. Um, and you know, you go to your doctor and you, you can tell them what's going on. And they'll, they'll probably maybe hopefully not say, well, I can just put you on birth control to get you your period back. And, um, (laughs) birth control synthetic hormones is an endocrine disruptor so how on earth are you going to use an endocrine disruptor to balance your hormones like what what and then on top of that your period is missing because you don't have an ovulation so if you go on birth control you still are not having an ovulation you'll have a pill bleed what's called a pill bleed it's called by the drop of synthetic hormones from the pill so you'll get a pill bleed and so you go under the solution that oh my goodness i have my period while i'm on birth control no you are not you are just getting a pill bleed so therefore when you come off of birth control you still are not going to have a period you're going to have nothing still because birth control did nothing except for put you in this false illusion that you were having a period so I mean, politely tell your doctor, no, that is not the answer. I want to actually, you know, figure out why I'm not ovulating. Um, Do you think you could run these labs and see maybe if I have insulin resistance, you know, if I have thyroid issue? And if they say no, you can find a new doctor or you can very politely say thank you. Um, I appreciate that, but you know, I have all these symptoms. I do want to dig deeper and see what's going on. Would you notate in my chart that I asked for these and you refuse to run them just so we can have a record? A lot of times they will run them after that, but be polite about it. It's not like a threatening battle. You are literally just advocating for yourself. Ask politely and then it's completely your right to go get another doctor. Okay. It's very sad though how I feel like I'm pulling teeth trying to get full thyroid panels for clients or glucose panels. It's just metabolic panels. It's just ridiculous. Um, because you also need to remember when you're going to your conventional doctor, you know, that they're trained in pharmaceuticals. You know, they are um, in a chance of a catastrophe, um, you know, something where I need surgery or something like that, I 1000% am going to go to my doctor and be like, help, (laughs) you know, and all of that. But they treat disease, you know, they are in the, not healthcare, they're in the treating of disease, treating of symptoms with medication. They are not about getting to the root and preventing things and building up the health of your body. That's just not what they do. So you also need to know that going into your doctor, like a lot of times people will be like, Hey, what labs can I ask my doctor to run? And they'll ask their doctor and I'll be like, well, these are helpful. And then they'll ask their doctor to run them and their doctor will run them and be like, Oh, they're normal. And then you're stuck at phase one because you are not sick enough to need medication yet but your labs are not normal they're they're not optimal they're you're just not sick enough to need medication does that make sense and so you just have to know that when you choose who to go get labs run from and a lot of times with my personal clients 
Um, we try and get some labs run through insurance. So we'll have their doctor run them. And then I read them for them and we go through, you know, what's exactly going on and how to use lifestyle and nutrition to really get to the root of what's going on. Right. But we try and get as much covered by insurance as we can. But that's why I think it's really frustrating for people when they go to their doctor and they're like, Hey, you know, can you run these labs? And their doctor's like, Oh, it's normal. And you're like, well, why do I feel like utter crap? You know, it's because normal is not optimal. I don't know why this episode just turned into a rant, but it just kind of did because I literally like my heart breaks for all these women without cycles. um, And they just get no answers from their doctor, except for being told to go on birth control and birth control fixes nothing, nothing. But I feel like we're just fighting a system that is just meant to keep us sick, you know, medication after medication after medication, instead of asking like, hey, what does your nutrition look like? What do your stress levels look like? Um, Because unfortunately, like there's, you can't also go to natural medicine and just ask for supplements to band-aid what is going on. You need to make changes to get out of a place of a lifestyle that is not serving your body, right? I don't know why that made me super emotional. We're going to blame that on the pregnancy hormones, okay? Um, so anyway, that's my fight with the doctors. And, you know, that's what I would, I hope you wrote that down. <laughs> not if you're driving. Don't write that down if you're driving. Wait till you're not driving. Um, so now let's kind of go into some lifestyle shifts you can do, and then we'll go into some holistic labs, you know, practitioners, all that kind of stuff. Now, um, lifestyle. The first thing you need to do is balance your blood sugar. I know I say this all the time, but my dear, insulin resistance, stress, all of that really does in some way well, insulin resistance especially, but stress also comes back to blood sugar because the more imbalanced your blood sugar is, the more stress that puts on your body. Um, Balancing your blood sugar is not just for diabetics, my dear. It's for everybody. Everybody needs it. In order to balance your hormones, you need to balance your blood sugar. So, you know, we talked about this a thousand times, protein, fat, carb, every single meal and snack. I typically recommend like half your plate be veggies, Um, As long as you're digesting veggies really well, it's lots of awesome fiber, um, a quarter protein, and then a quarter of your plate be your fat and carb. Um, But food has no moral code, literally. So I will smash my head against a wall when I have people go, hey, why are you eating that? That's a bad carb. I'm like, what is a bad carb? Like, what is a bad carb? Like, food has no moral code. It's not bad. It's not good. There's food that's more nourishing. There's food with more nutrients in it, but it's not good or bad. There is food that is absolutely nourishing your body. And then there's food that nourishes my soul. Ice cream nourishes my soul. Okay. Um, it doesn't mean I eat ice cream every day, but when I do, I put some protein with it. Okay. It's all about balancing your blood sugar. It's all about balancing your blood sugar, you guys. So I think I have a thousand episodes on balancing your blood sugar, so we're not going to dive too much into it. Please go back and listen to another episode on balancing your blood sugar. Um, But if you have insulin resistance, every time your blood sugar gets imbalanced, think about insulin resistance as like 
your body goes, hey, there's sugar in my system. And your body goes, okay. And it releases insulin. And your body goes, insulin, what's that? I don't know what insulin is. And your cells aren't receptive to it. So then it releases more insulin. And then you have all of this extra insulin. And that suppresses ovulation. Also as well, if you have insulin resistance, every time you imbalance your blood sugar, your ovaries produce more testosterone. So then we're in this lovely circle of no ovulation. Okay. So I hope I impacted upon you how important balancing your blood sugar is. Okay. And it's, I just feel like people are like all or nothing when it comes to balancing your blood sugar. Can you just start with balancing your blood sugar and then move on to the next step? So like if you go out to eat and your favorite thing is a hamburger and fries and I don't know, vegetables, grilled asparagus. Oh, that sounds so good right now. Um, okay, so let's look at that. So you have your meat. There's your, there's your protein, right? Your grilled asparagus, your vegetables. Um, I'm sure there's so much fat on that plate because of how much oil they grilled things in. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, but then we have a lot of carb here, right? We have, you know, the bottom of the bun, the top of the bun, and we have some fries. Um, so I would say, here are your choices. Either take the bun off and have some fries for your carb or have like part of the bun and a couple fries. Does that make sense? So it's not saying you can't have things when you go out. It's just make smart decisions. Build your protein. Start with your protein. If you have insulin resistance, you need to be focusing on your protein. 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 You need to be getting about three quarters of your body weight in protein. And I know you just all fainted right there, but it's so important. It's so important. Okay. So, um, that's where I would start. Um, if you also have insulin resistance, um, myo inositol and D chiro inositol is a fabulous supplement. Your ratio has to be, uh, 40 to one. Um, there is an amazing one you can get. Um, from full script, I have a lot of my clients use. So if you go to the show notes and it says discount on your supplements and you like click that and create an account in that dispensary, it's free. You can get the Mayo and DeCairo inositol there for, it's really cheap, I think, um, for a discount as well. That one's really, really good. Um, but again, it, you, if you don't balance your blood sugar and you take a supplement to help with your your insulin resistance, my dear, it's going to do nothing unless you are supporting it with the nutritional lifestyle shift. Okay. Sleep is so massive and stress, especially when it comes to ovulation and your blood sugar. The less sleep you get, the more your cravings you're going to have the next day, right? Um, the more your cortisol is going to be raised and the more stressed you're going to be and the more crazy food you're going to want to eat. Okay. So let's start with balancing our blood sugar and then you're going to move into maybe supplementing to help support that. And then you're going to be focusing on your sleep and lowering your stress levels. And are you getting seven to eight hours of quality sleep? Do you have a nice relaxing nighttime routine? Um, are you staying off your phone before bed? I mean, okay, we could have a whole episode on nighttime routine. So I would start there and then you can seed cycle um, if you have no period with the moon. So you would do pumpkin and flax seeds from the new moon to the full moon. And then the full moon, you would do sesame and sunflower until the new moon again. And 
you can get, if you want um, a discount on those, you can get them at your local grocery store, buy them whole, organic, and then grind them before eat, eating them. But I do have to say I love Funkit Wellness Seeds. If you're in the U.S., um, there's a discount code for you in the show notes. Um, if you want to learn more about seed cycling, there's a whole episode on it with a dietitian. It is amazing. Um, and it's a subscription and they're B Corp organic seeds. She grinds them right before she ships them to you. So, you know, they're not rancid and you just get that amount for that part of your cycle. So they don't go bad. They taste amazing. I love seeds. Okay. Moving on. Um, so I would do that. Um, and then I would support your adrenals, your stress hormones. So I love good old adrenal cocktail, which is, um, five ounces of orange juice, one ounce of coconut milk, full fat coconut milk, fourth, a teaspoon of cream of tartar and a fourth, a teaspoon of sea salt. I use the Redmond sea salt because you are looking for Celtic sea salt. You guys, again, that's in the show notes, all of the products that I use all the time and love. I always link for you guys with discounts in the show notes because I use them all the time. Um, cream tartar, you can get the baking section in your health food store. I mean, not health food store, regular store. Um, it's probably at a health food store too. Um, so I would do that. Okay. So that is my, you can also put a scoop of collagen peptides in there as well to get a little bit more protein. So that's awesome. Um, I, you can take those in the morning or the afternoon or both. Um, definitely be avoiding coffee before you eat breakfast to help stabilize your cortisol levels and your blood sugar and all that good stuff. Um, so I would start there. And then diving into like more functional labs. And I know I get this all the time. People are like, what labs do you recommend? And I'm going to like go take those to like my doctor or my naturopath, whatever, and have them run them. And I'm like, well, I can tell you which ones I recommend, but truly like these are labs I love and there's reasons why I love them and I like working with them because I see such massive difference in my clients, right? But to be honest, your naturopath may like different labs, right? And so when you are going to work with someone, <laughs> I don't go and you want to, do you align with their beliefs? Do you align with what they do? Do you like their results? Then work with them. Don't try and turn somebody else into somebody that you like because each person stands in their superpower, right? Like I love these labs. I work with specific clients on, you know, their hormones and their cycles and mood swings and digestive issues and all of that. And then there may be another practitioner that specifically like works with um, Lyme disease or something like that. And so you need to go to the one that aligns with you and work with them instead of trying to make a different practitioner or a different doctor do all of the stuff of the person that you like. Does that make sense? Because, for example, I've had this so many times where people, I typically don't work with vegans. Um, I truly believe that you need meat um, to, from the studies that I have read, the research that I have seen um, from clients results and all of that I feel that most women truly do need at some level um, those bioavailable vitamins from animal protein especially those with insulin resistance and I have so many people be like but I want you to do blah 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 
with me as a vegan. And I'm like, go, don't try to change what I do because I stand in my power of how I help people. You go find somebody that aligns with you, okay? So if you find someone that aligns with you and you love their beliefs and you love their results and what you do, then work with them, okay? Don't try and take, I I don't even, I hope this is making sense Um, because I just think that if you go to somebody and you're like, okay, I'm going to work with you but I want you to do all of this stuff that a different doctor does. It's like, no, just go work with that other doctor. Does that make sense? Work with the person you align with, that you love the results, you love how they do things. Don't try to change other practitioners to do things differently because they are good at what they do because it's what they do, you know? I hope that makes sense. So Basically, if I love these labs and I like to run them and then you go to another doctor and you're like, hey, I want you to run all of these labs and all this kind of stuff. And they're like, well, I prefer these labs and they don't typically run the labs that I run. Well, they may not be as skilled in reading them. And so you're going to be banging your head against a wall trying to change what they do opposed to like if you also were like, hey, um, I had this doctor that wanted to run all of these things and I really, really like that, but I, I would like you to run them. I'm like, okay, well, that's great, but I prefer running these labs because of such and such reasons. Then you wouldn't be a great fit for me because that's not what I specialize in. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. Um, like I'm not going to take on a client that has pots, for example, you know, um, work with what you specialize in because that is where you're going to see the most amazing results, like getting to the root of the issue, okay? So that being said, one of my favorite labs to, I have three that I like to run with people who have missing cycles. Um, One, I get a full thyroid panel from their doctor. Um, And I try and also get a metabolic panel as well, so we can see what's going on with some of their blood work there. And then I love running a Dutch test, so a comprehensive hormone panel that also shows me how well they're detoxing their hormones. I love a hair mineral analysis test as well, so I can see their minerals, which also tells how well their cells are utilizing hormones. I can tell like how well their adrenals are doing, all that kind of stuff, and their blood sugar. And then I also, the last one that I will sometimes run would be a GI map. So I can see what's going on there because, you know, bacteria levels can also impact your cycle. So those are the ones that I like to run. And those are the reasons why I like to run them. And I get a very full picture of what's going on. Okay. But you may have a doctor that likes to run something completely different or a naturopath. And if they're really good at what they do, then, you know, you want to trust them and work with them there. Those are the reasons why I like to run these labs. And the reasons why I'm harping on this so much is I get asked by people all the time, like, Hey, like my naturopath doesn't run such and such lab. Like, how do I get them to run it? I'm like, well, if they don't typically run it, they probably don't know how to interpret it right? And that is really important because a lab means nothing. It means nothing if you do not know how to read it correctly and you don't know how to read it and correlate it with what you have going on in your life. If you're just looking at labs as a number, you are doing it wrong because it all correlates together with what's going on in your life. Um, 
And that's why I'm harping on that because I don't want you to listen to these labs and then just go out and order them yourself and then be like, well, what do I do with these things? That's just a waste of money. You need to know how to, you need to know how to read them. Um, otherwise it's pointless. So, um, I feel like this was a little bit of a ranty episode, but I just hope that it helps you understand where to start when you don't have a cycle and where to start looking and start with the free stuff you guys balance your blood sugar manage your stress work on your sleep um get your thyroid panel run by your doctor um get your sugar levels your glucose levels run by your doctor and advocate for yourself okay you need to get your ovulation back all right. Um, if this was helpful for you, I love it when you guys share these episodes and tag me and like, let me know if it was helpful for you. I love it when you message me and be like, Hey, can you do a podcast episode on this? Because that gives me ideas. I am all for you giving me ideas. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Balancing Hormones Naturally. If you found this helpful, I would love for you to share it with a friend and post it on your stories and tag Balancing Hormones Naturally podcast so we can get this message out. You can find me on Instagram at Leah underscore B-R-U-E-G and I would absolutely love to hear from you.